What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode, brand spanking new for everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. You know, we got the NFL draft going on. NFL uh, is trying to steal up all the spotlight right now from the NBA. How's everything on your end? Yeah, man, no complaints. Yeah, just, you know, we got, we got the uh, the draft going. We got playoffs going in, in the NBA, NHL. It's a busy time of year, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, since the NFL draft is going on, I mean, as of right now, you know, they're on the third pick. Uh, your boy um, uh, Bryce Young went number one. R- really wasn't uh, not a surprise. Uh, you know, he's kind of one of the most coveted quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Uh, the only thing, you know, people complained about was his size. I don't mind the pick, but, you know, they're definitely going to have to, you know, give him protection. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how, uh, you know, how, if, if they can build around him. I'm just interested to see how uh, what Carolina does to build around them. I mean, they got a young, young and upcoming team um, on both sides of the ball. So, and they're in the in the division that's not uh, like out of grab, like out of reach. So, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I think that was one of the you know probably one of the driving factors to go for this is uh, you need a quarterback. Um, defense is young, pretty solid. You know, I I don't know if they have the skill players, especially after trading DJ Moore. Um, yeah, but, but I think with a with a young quarterback, you can start there and and see what you got, and then build your offense around him. Oh yeah, but I'm sure they're gonna pick up some players in the later rounds. I'm sure they got some other targets that they're looking to get. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I don't I don't think this is really the draft for uh, a lot of offensive players. So you know maybe they're banking on that next year, but we're gonna have to wait and see though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately, this draft probably isn't as deep as as last year's draft. Or, or what is projected for next year's draft, but yeah, you know, I think there's still some some good talent out there. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's mainly on the defensive side this year. But it's gonna be uh, fun to watch. Then uh, at the second pick, second and third pick, we had Houston. They had the second pick, then moved up and uh, got the third pick from uh, uh, the Cardinals. I'm not sure what the Cardinals are doing, man. They just that's probably the highest pick they're gonna have in a long time. So. Yeah, I think I think the Cardinals are really just looking to, to looking towards the future. I would say, you know, looking to build some some draft capital here. I think they realize kind of where they're at. You know, potentially, you know, they they may potentially move Hopkins, so you may see them trying to load up in, in next year's draft. They already, you know, they already got picks. Uh, what they get from Houston? Mm-hmm. They got they got twelve and they got thirty three this year, and then they got a first rounder next year. So you may see them do something similar with with Hopkins. But we'll wait and see. I mean, I think they're just trying to trying to get as much draft capital as possible. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if you could pass them on a, a talent like uh, Will Anderson at number three. So yeah, uh, I mean they're gonna they they're both sides of the ball for them are kind of like up in the air. Um, yeah. I mean they got a quarterback, but you know hasn't been consistent. You know they got D Hop, but they're looking to move him uh, due to the salary salary cap hit, and then. Uh, they got some defensive players that they uh, drafted early in the like past few years, like Simmons, and uh, there's another uh, linebacker they drafted last year. I forgot his name, but it doesn't seem like they got like a, a, a focal point to build around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Nope. Agreed. 
But I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna keep an eye out for to see what they do uh coming down the line. So and then uh, while we wait for this other picks, I mean your boy uh, Aaron Rodgers, man, finally finally gets traded, man. How do you feel, man? Sigh of relief. What's going yeah, on, man? Relief, yeah, yeah, sigh of relief. I mean, it, it sound he, he, you know I think he said everything right, and I don't think he's ever you know come out and kind of you know I, poor, yeah. He always comes off like the good guy, right? Like he wants to, you know, be everyone's friend and whatnot in, in, in these press conferences. So he came out, he said all the right things, you know, cracked a couple jokes, made it sound like he's going to, um, you know, be here for maybe two years. Uh, also acknowledged his age and obviously looking for a championship team. And yeah, I mean, I, I think it gives them, I think this was their best option. And, and, they they didn't give up too much. I mean, next next year's pick, I uh, didn't love it. Didn't love the conditional, you know, second to first, but it it is what it is. I mean, the Jets have been a, a flailing franchise for a long time, so um, they clearly, you know, have talent on both sides of the ball, and and just were an extreme lack in quarterback talent. Uh, so they 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 needed to make the move. Oh yeah, definitely, man. I mean, this 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 kind of catapults them right into uh, the thick of things in the AFC sure. as well as in the division. So, I mean, you don't even need Aaron Rodgers to be, uh, you know, MVP Aaron Rodgers. No, I mean, he can be, uh, you know, good to great and still get it done. Like, you know, based off of you know how you guys play last year with your great defense, and you guys were pretty much a quarterback away, or you know, and in, in some cases a touchdown away from uh mm-hmm. from uh you know beating some teams. So it's going to be interesting to see. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn over the ball, which is another great thing. So, I mean, that's going to keep your defense fresh. And I'm looking forward to seeing how this all plays out between, you know, the Jets and uh, the Bills and uh, some of those other teams in the AFC. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this all plays out. And then uh, another quarterback, I mean, finally Lamar Jackson finally gets his deal. Uh, He got a five-year, 260 with like 185 guarantee. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about it, man? I thought he should have got a shorter deal, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with I'm I mean I'm sure he's good with the deal. It's about what what I expect. That you know, I figure every contract that comes out now is going to make the going to get the highest AAV. Um, it's all about the guaranteed money, though. We know that, but I I I guess I'm I'm wondering what took so long if if, if this was the deal. Like the the guaranteed money didn't you know it's high obviously, but it didn't like blow me away. I felt like that's what I figured that's what they've been around this whole time. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good deal for both sides. I mean, I think it gives, gives the Ravens a little bit of an out after three years, if things aren't going well, or if on the other hand, if things are going really well, then, then Lamar's got an out to, to renegotiate there. So I I think it's, it's a good deal for both sides and, and just the, kind of the, the facade of, you know, being the highest, highest paid player in the NFL now. I'm sure makes him happy too. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I thought the I, I, I thought they was fighting for a lot more than 185. I thought he was trying to get in the 200 range. I did uh, too. Based off of you know why that was, I felt like that was the reason for the delay in reference to uh, you know him signing a new contract, getting a new contract. But uh, apparently it wasn't, man. So uh, you know, hopefully uh, uh, everything plays out as uh, according to plan as far as uh, you know Lamar doing what he needs to do and uh getting throwing to Odell and getting the ball and then trying and then trying to bounce back because, uh, you know, they did have some struggles last year. Yep. Then uh the fourth pick just came in. Your boy Richardson goes to the Colts. I actually like this move, man. Yeah, I think I think it has a lot of it has a, it has a high ceiling. It's got a lot of potential. 
obviously he's not a an accurate passer in, at the college level, but but he's got you know he's got that physical ability. It's fast. He can run. He can jump. And and feels like that's a lot of where the NFL is going. So uh, I think they can, you know, he's got the arm strength. So if they can teach him how to teach him the accuracy, I think I think it's a good prospect. I, I think the the big fear is always that is is it is it going to be a Jamarcus Russell situation? Yeah, I don't think it is, man. Because you know, I think uh, well, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know, man. Because you know, they got a new coach. Yeah, I mean, they got the guy that came from. Uh, He's like the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator from uh from Philly, so yep. I'm not sure how this is going to pan out. It's going to be interesting to see if if they if he they start him if he plays much during the first season. Um, you know, from a lot of from what a, a lot of the experts say, uh, this guy is probably going to be one of those guys that needs to sit for a year or uh, you know for a duration of the year as he learns because uh, he's going to have some stuff to tweak as far as his uh you know fundamentals so he can throw more accurate passes, learn how to read some defenses, but but you never know, man, because sometimes, you know, that some guys might get thrown in early due to injuries and he might get a chance to shine. So I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for this situation just to see uh, how he does. Hopefully, hopefully he does good. And then outside of that, I mean, just nothing else with the NFL draft. I mean, they got some other picks coming in. Wait for that Jalen Carter pick to come through. Oh, yeah. I wonder <laughs> if it'll be a uh, six, six with Detroit, because that'll be Could good be. with uh, that'll be him and uh uh, uh, Hutchinson, maybe a nice little uh, two-man rush right there, but yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see. Then on to the NBA. Not gonna lie, man, these first round matches were a lot more uh, spicy than I thought they would be. <laughs> I thought they would just be uh, some of them sweeps and some of them just kind of like obviously like you know gentleman sweeps, but uh, we got some teams that uh, you know, ch- change the thing. You know, you know, some of them were due to injuries, but some teams showed up, man. Um, I mean, we had we had the Nets and uh, uh, the 76ers. This was a clean sweep. Wasn't really much we didn't expect here. The main question is is uh, how how healthy is Embiid going to be in the next round? Because uh, yep. he did uh, hurt his uh, was a meniscus or something again on the knee. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to be healthy for the rest of the playoffs. So he's going to be pain tolerance really, I think, and, and what he can do. So yeah. I, I, I think, like you said, I don't think anything unexpected with the sweep in Brooklyn. But now, uh, now what? Right? This is kind of there. It's kind of where they've they've lost it the the past four or five years. Yeah, this has been the Achilles' heel for the 76ers is uh, Embiid's health. So, yep, uh, they're gonna need him more than ever, um, especially if uh, he he is to play the Celtics in the next round. Mm-hmm. Then we had uh, Milwaukee in the Heat. Your boy Jimmy buckets. <laughs> Uh, said not today, man. <laughs> went for forty uh, some the last game yesterday, and then he went for another fifty some the game before. You know his team was down both times. Just refused to lose. I mean, there's nothing I can say here, man. He just wanted it more than the uh, than, than the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you got you got a playoff. Jimmy really showed up there at the uh, you know when they needed him the most. Yeah, I I I thought the Heat were just a kind of a bad matchup for just in general. I think. You know, with Blester coaching, obviously, um, I thought Harrow going down might might cause him some issues, but Jay Butt just came came through and came through big. So, uh, I mean, kudos to them—they knocked off the the Bucks. And I I know Giannis wasn't probably 100, but but who is mm-hmm. this time of year? Yeah, I thought that question they got asked, he got asked at the end of uh, the game was kind of funny. He did he did do a good job with the, the analogy of uh, 
you know, compared to Michael Jordan's seasons uh, when he didn't win. So, um, but ultimately they'll be back in the next year. He's young. He's like 27, 28 now. Giannis, yeah, he's young. Yeah. So, I mean, the way he plays, he's got, he's got a bunch of years ahead of him. So definitely, uh, he's definitely still improving on the jump shot and those free throws. If that's something he gets down pack, it's going to be a lights out for a lot of people. That would be the one thing I would be afraid of is he figures out how to shoot a freaking jump shot and a, a consistent three-point shot. So, Yeah, I I mean, <laughs> he'd be pretty unstoppable at that point. I mean, even, even if it's a respectable, you know, just to, to draw the defense a little and hitting a couple of those shots. I know, I know he goes through he goes through periods of the season where he can do it, but but yeah. I, he's always he's just one of those guys that always seems like he's improving his game somewhere. So yeah, he just uh, especially the thing about him, he's a high motor guy. So yeah, he's always going to rebound. He's always going to block shots. He's always going to do what he d- needs to do to score. So like I said, if he can if he can figure out that that little part, it's going to be dangerous because he's kind of like a I want to say like a stronger, bigger Kevin Durant, but like mm-hmm. a Kevin, it's like he's like a Kevin Durant with a higher motor. So. Yeah, so Durant, I mean Durant. Durant hits hits mid mid range jumpers at a high. Yeah, high clip. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. If he if if he can do a consistent jumper, uh, you know, or a consistent three, you know, even if he's in like the third, you know, mid thirties for threes, and um, he's always gonna high, have a high field goal percentage because he's going in a hole getting dunked. So looks like uh, the Seahawks took a corner. I like this mm-hmm. corner uh, with a spoon, but I didn't think he was gonna drop to the. Past, past, past ten. So, yeah, he lays people out. <laughs> and then uh, in the other games, I mean, we had uh, I mean, we had the Knicks. Man, they took care of the Cavs. They did what they need to do to let Donovan Mitchell know that he needs to be a Nick in the next coming years. How's the How's the vibe in New York City right now, Rich? Man, people are going crazy. Like we won the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's going to be fun come next series because uh, next series, you know, we're going to have the Heat. Um, it's going to give us that old. Uh, Nick vibe back from back in the day when uh you know we played against Tim Hardaway and Lonzo Mourning type of vibes mm-hmm. and then uh you know the the Heat are beatable so going forward if the Knicks do what they need to do uh Julius Randle needs to show up uh stop turning the ball over uh needs to get healthy with his ankle and then uh, I mean Jalen Brunson's been a, uh one of the biggest pickups that we've had in a long long time. Um, it's been playing out well. And then uh, we just need all the other parts to show up. You know, R.J. Barrett, you know, he's got to do what he needs to do. Give us a little 15 and above. And then uh, Josh Hart has been great for us. So he's been playing on both sides of the ball. You know, Mitchell Robinson has been doing what he needs to do, rebounding the ball offensively, defensively. So blocking shots. I mean, as I said, uh, you know, Tibbs, Tibbs has got a nice little defensive-minded team. You know, Miami's a, the best defensive team. You know, I think Knicks were fourth, so it's definitely gonna be a, a battle, Tibbs versus Jimmy Butler. So, yeah, for sure. And and if anyone can stop Butler, it's probably Tibbs. He can he can scheme something up to to shut him down. But I think if you can shut Jimmy down, you kind of take out the rest of that team. Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, heroes out. We actually saw uh, uh, a Robinson, uh, you know, sighting. You know, since uh, <laughs> they actually put him in the game now, all that money well, I, they paying him. I'm surprised. Surprised he's still alive. I mean, you're paying you nine ninety million dollars. I mean, you've been on a bench pretty much the past two years. I mean, me. I mean, that's a that's a good problem to have. Then we got the Celtics and the Hawks. What's going on, man? You guys, that 
Ice cold Trey Young hit that hit that uh, long ass three to yeah, win that game, I, man. I, it, it shouldn't even have gotten gotten to that. They're up thirteen with six minutes to go. They they need to, to close out that game. They get they just get like complacent. It's, it's at the end of some of these games, and, and you see it in the fourth quarter. Um, you saw earlier in the series they were up like twenty five, and and Atlanta cut it to like eight or ten, but. Yeah, they just gotta they just gotta you know step on the throat and 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 uh, and end these games. I mean, you know, now they they have to play another game. Obviously, in, in Atlanta, they have to fly down to Atlanta. Uh, if they win tonight, they got to fly back, and then you got Philly coming in on Monday. It's just you know, when you when you got a team down, you just gotta you gotta end it in these series. You can't let you know you can't let these series go six seven games every single time like they did last year, because then you're gonna have uh, Tatum. You know, exhausted at the end of the at the end of the the finals if that if you get that far. So. Oh yeah, man. I said you got to put you can't you can't give teams any hope. You just got to take them out early, keep the foot on the neck, and uh not let go. So, especially with the Hawks, man. I mean, there's kind of uh struggling those first two games. Kind of looked like it was pretty much dead in the water. So. Yeah, we'll uh you know we'll see what happens tonight. I I you know I I have a hard time believing the Hawks can beat them three games in a row, but you know it's just. You know, if you're the Celtics, you want you want this series to end tonight. Get back to Boston, you know, later tonight, tomorrow, rest up, and then and then get ready for Philly on Monday. Oh yeah, so far our and, game's pretty and, good. And don't let don't let Trey Young beat. That, oh no, that was like everyone in the building, everyone watching knew he was going to pull up from three. The way that he caught the ball in the backcourt with seven seconds and was just totally lax about it, like you knew Brown, you he just knew it was coming. So why isn't Brown on top of him? And why aren't they sending a second guy at him? Like make someone else beat you. Yeah, you definitely got to uh, trap him. I mean, force force him to give give the ball up to somebody else uh, yeah. who's not comfortable shooting. So you know maybe that's something they learned from you know from last game to this game now. So in the I event so. the game is close, that uh you know they do the right thing. Right now you guys got a three point lead. So oh, yeah, I got the game on. Hit a, hit a few of my lines already since uh you know Marcus Smart he needs over seven and a half and then uh. Trey needed over 6.5 in the first, so he's already got there 10. Go. Boom. So now the Lions trade the pick to the Cardinals. What? Mm-hmm. So maybe now yeah, they're going to go Carter? Lions got 12 and 34. Cardinals get get uh, the six pick. So Lions got 12, and then I think they got 18, I think, too, or something like that. Do they, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have their pick the, and the Rams pick. Interesting. Maybe they didn't like Carter, man. Maybe not. And then uh, as far as the other NBA games uh, on the West, we got the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Lakers are up 3-2. We thought, I thought they thought they, thought they were going to put them away last night, but it uh, looks like uh, the uh, Grizzlies fought, you know, fought hard towards the end of the game and uh, caught a 19-2 run lead and then uh, finished them off. LeBron played like crap last night, you know. It was one of the rare games you see LeBron have under 20 points, but he's definitely going to come out swinging the next game, so... It's gonna be interesting to see as well. To be fair, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't scored a lot. I mean, he had that one game after uh, Dylan Brooks. Yeah, the twenty uh, called him out. Twenty twenty game. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he he honestly hasn't scored a ton in the in the playoffs. I think uh, I think he's doing it elsewhere, uh, obviously, and in, in, in the rebounding. Yeah. Uh, and but but yeah, I don't think he needs to score for them to uh, to win games, obviously. Oh yeah, because he's got uh he's got the mini Avengers with uh with your boy uh oh no they go offensive lineman I'm not sure with the Cardinals man but uh <laughs> <laughs> like you move back up for offensive lineman but 
He wasn't even the, the top rated offensive lineman on the board. But anyways, um, it, it just just a quick sidebar. It is funny that we just talked about like the Cardinals just trading to to build up draft capital and picks to rebuild, and then they go back and like do the exact opposite. Yeah, for offensive lineman who probably would have been there at at twelve. Yeah, exactly. But okay, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, with, you know, with his uh, Avengers squad, as far as uh, Hachimura and uh, Reeves, I mean, they've been playing great <laughs> for them. They've been averaging uh, almost 15 a game. Um, you know, this series. But some other people got to step up, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you can only ride Hachimura and, and Reeves for so long. I think Davis has to, you know, figure it out. He's just been so inconsistent in in, in the playoffs, and and obviously. LeBron's aging a bit, and, and mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's going to be solid. He's going to give you, you know, what you need. But, but yeah, you need you, you need the other guys to start to, to like D'Lo needs to play better. You need some some output from some of those other spots. Oh yeah, especially Davis, man. Davis is probably one of the best players on the court. He should be. Yep. But, you know, he's not performing like that. I mean, he's letting John Moran jump all over him. So your boy Jaga, he got to stop jumping like that, man. I know, dude. I don't know what he's doing. So, I mean, you know, especially with that, uh, you know, the wrist hand situation going on, man. But, uh, you know, the Grizzlies also need some other players to step up as well. I mean, Desmond Bain is playing good for them as well. And then uh, uh, Jackson Jr. has been off and on. But uh, I feel like they're still one piece away, man. Yeah, they probably are. They probably are. I don't know what that piece is. It seems like they have a – it's one of those teams that's like just got like pretty good players all around, but no other than Morant, no like you know giant superstar, right? And I don't know if if he's the guy to take over. Yeah, I feel like they need like a uh, like a scoring another scoring guard or something. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I heard they're trying to get rid of. Uh, they've been trying to move off of uh, what's his name, uh, Dylan Brooks, for a while. Uh, no, no, nobody was taking him. Like talk about your all time like. Pardos, like I mean, is there anyone more likable, more dis, uh, dis, unlikable in the NBA right now than Dylan Brooks? Well, I mean, it might be a tie between him and Draymond, man. <laughs> I don't, but, but no. So, so everyone knows what Draymond's about, and 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 he'll own up to it. He's not afraid to 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 come out in the press and say it. If Dylan Brooks comes out and like you know makes fun of LeBron or whatever, and then LeBron torches him, and he, he's nowhere to be found. And then LeBron torches him again, and he's nowhere to be found again. So like it's fine. You want to come out. You want to call out people. Good on you. But you better be there when that when that guy lights you up because everyone's gonna be coming for you. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, that's what I said. It's gonna be interesting to see what they do in the off season because it, it feels like they've been stuck. They're kind of stuck in that first round uh, swing of things where uh, they they need to get over the hump. I'm not sure exactly what they need to do to get over that hump. I don't know if uh, it's a big difference that you know Adams is not there and so is uh, what's the name is out to. Uh, uh, Clark. So yeah, Clark. Clark hurt them a lot, but I, I do think Jackson too has to step it up a little bit. Oh yeah, I feel like he should be like a a consistent twenty and ten guy, kind of like Anthony Davis. But we're gonna have to wait and see, man. They yep. still got a they got a chance to tie it and uh, bring it back home, but I'm sure Le- LeBron's gonna have something to say about that. Absolutely. And then in the other West games, I mean, we had a. Uh, we had the Clippers and the Suns, man. I thought the Clippers were going to make this interesting. And then Kawhi sat down and never came back, man. But the Suns... Kawhi did, uh, Kawhi did Kawhi things. I mean, what happens with him? Yeah, man. I mean, the Clippers are moving to a new stadium, I think, next season, after next season. 
So crazy thing is, I think uh, Kawhi and Paul George are going to be free agents too. So they pretty much not really going to have nothing on their team as far as uh, once once they enter in that new stadium. Yeah, yeah. Kawhi thing was just weird too. It was like he seemed fine, you know. They 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 get the I forget what it was game two or game three, and then and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, they're like, oh yeah, Kawhi's not playing today. Like, oh yeah, he's still out. And then they're like, oh yeah, after the series is over, oh he has a torn meniscus. Like, it, like it what? was just so weird. It, it was like like normally like those things happen, and you can kind of tell when it happens, and and that's it. But this was like right before the game, like Kawhi's out. Yeah, um, he's still out. Oh yeah, his his knees all torn up. Like oh great, perfect. Because he was he was starting like when he started that series, it was like old Kawhi. Yeah, it felt like he was getting back in the groove. Uh, as far as I mean, he started off the season a little bit slow because you know he didn't put, he didn't start from the beginning. But then uh, I felt like he was getting getting into form uh, once the playoffs started. So um, unfortunately, he had to you know sit his ass down. So mm-hmm. then we had the uh, Nuggets and the T Wolves. I mean. Not too much here. We kind of expected it was going to go like this. Uh, as far as the next series, when I have the Nuggets versus the the, uh, the Suns, I think that's going to be a very interesting uh, series to watch, uh, just because the fire firepower on both sides. It looks like uh, your boy Mary Mary is coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too sure about Chris Paul, and uh, you know the Joker is going to be the Joker, and then they got Kevin Durant and uh, uh, Booker on the other side cooking up. So. Um, I'm not a huge fan of a Booker, but uh, it's gonna be fun to watch. He seems to play well in the playoffs, though. Um, he played well in that. Too. He carried them a, a couple of games. Um, I, I think he's like the kind of like the perfect complement to to Durant when Durant's you know either not feeling it or or he's getting double teamed. I think he's the perfect guy to have. He scored what 45 in that in that game four. Yeah. But but yeah, I'm, I've never been a huge Booker fan, but he seems like he he does one of those guys who just plays better in the playoffs. Yeah, I would. He reminds me a lot of Clay um, before the injury. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I I did like Clay better before the injury just because he played defense. He he just he's he seems like that's what I'm saying. He's he's kind of like Clay on the offensive side, but he doesn't really play that defense. And then uh oh another another uh defensive player, but not Carter. So um you know he's going to Philly. Yeah, he's going to Philly now. So, <laughs> kind of what, what I predict is going to come true. Then we got to see him twice a year. Him and uh, the other big guy that drafted last year um, from Georgia. So, it's going to be fun. But yeah, ultimately, I think it's going to be a great matchup. I'm definitely looking forward to forward to this matchup. Just because uh, offensively on both sides, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And we and this is going to be a, a, a nice little test for the Suns and and the Nuggets sure. on the other hand too. So. And then the other game, uh, we got the uh, Warriors versus uh, the Kings. I feel like it's kind of over for the Kings now. <laughs> they had. I, 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 honestly, that's a, suspending Draymond Green. I think just kind of poked the bear a little bit, and that was like, all right, fine, we'll we'll uh, we'll do our thing. We'll wake up, and uh, and they've played a lot better since. Even though they they tried to blow that game the other night. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, as best they could, calling calling timeout with no timeouts left and just poor decisions. But but yeah, I think that uh, I would agree. I think this series is over. Yeah, they kind of had them out. They they had them uh, like dead to rights, man. But they did. They let them get back in it, man. So that's a team you can't give a second chance to. You gotta. Oh yeah, definitely can. And that's the thing, man. They the Kings been playing good too, man. It wasn't like they uh. No, the Kings playing fine. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't like they uh. You know they've been in the in the games, even the ones they lost. I mean, high scoring yeah. games. They were still putting up over 120 some points a game, pretty much. 
but you know this is kind of when the you know the experience meets um you know takes over so you know hopefully they learn from this and bounce back and they come back stronger next year yep and then uh we're probably gonna see a uh steph curry versus lebron matchup next round so that's gonna be that. passing the torch yeah well i guess that I guess they're both kind of old at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a semi-pass. But, well, the fact is, is that uh, Steph Curry wins another one. I think it's, I think you kind of, you kind of can make the argument that during this, like, past, so to say, uh, uh, you know, few decades, or well, not few, but like decade and a half of the NBA, it's pretty much been a LeBron lead or a Steph Curry lead. You can mm-hmm. kind of make the argument, you know, Steph Curry's uh, made the argument that it's also been his lead too, so. Nope, agreed. I feel like we're gonna see them play together for some reason. I think that's gonna be how they uh, end up going out or something. No, no way. I it, I, I thought it might happen a few years ago uh, when he was leaving Cleveland, but I, now I I don't think so. I feel like they they switched Draymond for LeBron or something like that. Not happening. <laughs> and then uh, I think that was it. Maybe I don't think there's anything else going on. No. And then uh, there's nothing else in uh, PGA, right? Uh, PGA is quiet uh, this week there in Mexico. This used to be a big event, but it, it got uh, dialed back a little bit. But but next week they're back. Um, <laughs> for, I mean they're 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 playing in Charlotte next week at the Wells Fargo. It's a uh, back to the elevated event. We got this one, then we got a week off, and then uh, then we get the PGA in uh, Rochester. But yeah, next week should be fun. Uh, unfortunately, I will be traveling all week, uh, so the tournament that's 20 minutes from my house I cannot attend. But yeah, it should be. You get all the big names uh, coming back. You got gonna have Rory and and uh, Rory Rom Scheffler and company. They'll all be uh, ready and raring to go. The fun course they played a uh, Vail Hollow where they had the um, the Presidents Cup last year. Yeah, it definitely sounds fun to watch. Are you gonna uh, roll with Rory on that to win that one or what's up? I said you picking uh, Rory to win that one or somebody else. I don't know. So so Rory plays well at Vail Hollow. He's always he's always played really well there. I don't know. It, it's tough. I have to see. He hasn't played in a while, so he hasn't played since the Masters. So I, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where I like to watch him, see what the swing looks like. Maybe he's rested, but but hard to again, hard to bet against the uh, you know Rom, Scheffler, or Rory. I mean, yeah, I feel like uh, you can't really not go with like those guys because uh, they're always in the mix, even if uh, they don't win it. Uh, occasionally, you get that one guy that pops his head up here and there, but those guys are pretty much most of, most of the best bets to uh, lock in. Uh, when it comes to some of these yeah. tournaments. Yeah, you just don't get, like, from the gambling perspective, you don't get uh, as good a value, obviously. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, though, if if you if you pick one of these sneak guys, then you make out great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, so you're looking at, if you're looking at a long shot, I mean, I'll, I'll check. We'll, we can go over it next week, but Webb Simpson always plays well here. He's from, he's from Charlotte. He used to be a member there. He might still have some sort of membership there. Um, but he hasn't won in a long time, so you can probably get really good good value at, 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 if he's playing next week. I have to check it. I'm gonna have to check out check out the odds on that. Yeah, that might be not a bad like five dollar bet to throw in there just for fun. Yeah, definitely gonna have to look into that. And then, uh, I mean, we got the NH- NHL playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, the Rangers are tied up two two with the uh, Devils. I don't know why they let them back in this, man. Now these New Jersey fans are heckling us like crazy. But uh, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to watch to see if uh you know one of these teams can uh, win win on the road. So yeah, it's been it's been one of those uh one of those series where like all you know the, the usually it's the home team that's winning all the games. But this in this case, it's the away team winning all the games. 
Um, it's kind of different, but hockey home home ice advantage, I, I think, is overblown a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's it's been a bit of a weird series. Oh yeah, and then um, some of the other series, we got the Lightning. They're up three one on the uh, on the Leafs. Um, I think that series might pretty pretty much be over. Uh, don't don't ever count anything out with the Leafs. They're they're bound to to blow something. I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I don't feel like they got the juice to uh, come back, man. I mean, they were up three one on the Bruins uh, a few years ago, and and the Bruins came back and took it down. So, oh, Atlanta goes with running back. Interesting. And with your boy Bijan. Well, that's definitely a fantasy pick, a sneak a sneak fantasy pick, because <laughs> they will be running the ball. Yeah. And then um, you got the Jets. They're uh, down two three to the uh, Knights. Kind of surprised the Knights uh, didn't finish them off already, but it's three one three one. Oh, oh it's three one. Okay. Yeah. Not today. Not today. Hopefully they can. No, I'm looking at it right now. Three one. Three one nights. Oh, three one. Okay, okay. Oh, they play uh tonight at ten. Damn, that's yeah. late. Yeah. But they're on the West Coast. That's all right. Uh, yeah. So three, three one. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking for the Knights to put them away early. Yeah. I think uh Knights were one of the favorites to uh win this series and move on to the next round. So not much here. Any other series? I mean, we got the Kraken. They're up three two on the Avalanche. Like some of these series, man, I feel like some teams are. Uh, it can, it can go either way. This is what this is what happens in hockey, though. Like you get you can get a hot goalie, you get a cold line, something like that. You know, can can quickly it can quickly change. I mean, a lot of people are picking the Avalanche to repeat. Kill McCarr, our boy from UMass, suspended game game five. They lose. All of a sudden, the Kraken are, are one game away from from putting them out. You know, it, it things in hockey just just turn quickly. I think people thought that the uh, the Oilers looked looked bad early. They've now righted the ship a little bit, and and they're up three two one on the Kings. So, hockey's hockey's definitely a different different beast uh, when it comes to these series and and how teams are ranked. I mean, even look at the Bruins. Although they're up three uh, two, you know, it was one one, and and honestly, they they should have won. They should have buried them last night, and they didn't do it. And now it's. Uh, it's three two, and they gotta go back to Florida. So uh, hockey, hockey's tough. Yeah, man. I, was, I feel like uh, the like the regular season is one thing, and the playoffs is a whole different animal. So oh yeah, totally. It's is. it's kind of like who gets hot at the right time. You know who's clicking, and then uh, that's pretty much gonna determine the, you know who's gonna win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Eagles moved up to number nine. So uh, <laughs> here here comes that Carter pick, man. Um, yeah. But we'll keep you posted, guys. Uh, and then uh, on the other, you mentioned the Bruins and the Panthers. And then the Wild are down 2-3 uh, to the Stars. And then, uh, I mean, it wasn't... That's going to be like the quiet, the quietest series of all time. I feel like this is like one of those series in the West that, that no one is paying attention to outside of maybe Minnesota. But I have heard a peep about it. And then, you know, they'll they'll be in the... One of those two teams will be in the semis, uh, conference semifinals. Uh, so... We'll see. We'll see what comes out. I mean, again, again, not not that it's bad hockey or they're bad players. It's just, it, it, I feel like it's one of those those series that just gets buried. Yeah, it kind of felt like it felt like that's kind of it's, that's equivalent to the uh, the Denver T Wolf series where yeah yeah yeah, kind uh, of like that. yeah where I mean people people kind of really don't know them too much, but they know they kind of know the teams, but they're not really looking they're they're looking forward to the next matchup, you know, rather than this one. So.
right, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so no no bites this week because I've I've uh, been moving, so I haven't cooked any meals in the last about ten days or so between having packed up. However, I, I know we kind of get on this this uh, takeout once in a while, so I'm going to ask you favorite Mexican takeout food because Mexicans tough to take out, so you got to be careful. But if you're into hmm. Mexican for takeout, what's your go-to? Mexican, I would have to say. Uh... These like steak, um, what is it called? Uh, not enchiladas, the, the steak, uh, oh, what is it? nah, not the fajitas. It's like, uh, maybe it's an enchilada. The no, which one? The enchilada is one that has a sauce on it on top. Yep, yep. No, like uh, wrap, no wrap, oh no, the, mini, mini burritos. No, no, the, the chimichangas, those okay, Ooh, the fried one, the fried burrito, yeah, the steak ones. But the not not the ones the ones that do the shredded steak inside, not the ones that do like the, the like they take a, a a piece of steak and just chop it into squares. The ones that mm-hmm. do the shredded steak, those are the best ones. Oh, the the, the barbacoa. Yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily like barbacoa, but it's like just shredded steak. I don't know how they do it, but it's uh it's that is definitely you, you can tell the difference between the um the the taste, but it's definitely steak in there. But uh, those are great. I get them from uh, this place in Portchester. They're pretty good. Yeah. What about so? I, I do I do love chimichangas. I just I like it with like a like either a red sauce or a queso sauce on top, and it usually doesn't travel that well. Like when you get a hot chimichanga at a, at a restaurant, it's delicious. It's probably oh, yeah. my favorite thing to get for takeout. Uh, it's tough. Uh, I I probably lean towards towards uh, tacos, but out of like all the the Mexican things I, I like, it's you know that I would get fresh. It's probably the last thing I would get at a restaurant. So like nachos, burritos chimichangas all the all that stuff but it just the the uh some of that just doesn't it doesn't travel well so i did go i tonight i did go nachos uh because uh it was close it was close by and i was in there waiting so they they, they weren't too uh too soggy when i got them but uh it was a, it was definitely a taking a chance yeah i think that's the thing man the thing is when you order food man and get takeout you got to do a lot of research man um because <laughs> i'm gonna be honest sometimes the the reviews that they put on these sites don't be uh exact. Like everybody, I feel like everybody's uh, taste buds are different. So mm-hmm. I mean, you might see a place place that got good reviews, but then you get the food and it's tasteless. But you know, these people talk about this is the best thing since sliced bread. But right. So I mean, you definitely gotta do your research, man. Like, Yelp is one of my uh, best friends Absolutely. as far as uh, checking these places out. For me, it's about the pictures. I think the pictures tell a lot. You can <laughs> tell whether or not things are seasoned or soggy. You know, people take pictures on how it comes and take out. And then even even just when you read the menus, man, I don't know. I'm kind of fanatic. Uh, you know, being a cook, it's just like if I if I go out and spend food money on food, like for somebody else to cook it. I mean, it's got to be worth it, man. Same, I'm the same way. So, but I, I love it when I find a good place that can uh, that cooks food well and it travels well, like when you order it. Yeah. So that was always my problem. Like I I, I love steak. Um, my problem like was always with like steakhouses. Is like why am I gonna go? spend all this money on a steak i could just go buy a nice you know a nice prime prime steak at a, at a butcher shop pay you know a third of the cost and cook it how i like it oh yeah and, and I, I know not... there's you know there's other things to it it's like the experience and whatnot but like ultimately i'm from there to eat the food oh yeah and then sometimes you sometimes you order stuff and it's not even they'll say it's an eight ounce and you get it, it's like this ain't no damn eight ounce this is a five or something you know 
it's just not it's just not uh sometimes it's just not up to par as i said and then some some like, like you mentioned too some of these places be overpriced um yeah like you order some and it's not even you like i paid all this for like 16 dollars or 20 dollars and you know i could have made i could have got this way cheaper yeah exactly and then uh since you ain't got no drink man i'm hearing about these uh these uh Oh no! You say you got a drink, right? Oh, I got, I got, I got a drink. But you can tell me, you can tell me what you're hearing about. Um, so, so tonight we got a uh, went back to a uh, uh, Sweet Union Brewery, uh, Indian Trail, uh, right nearby. And they had a new uh, hazy IPA, so the, the New England style uh, called Fused in the Sun. Uh, pretty, pretty solid. Um, I, I think this kind of falls into some of their. I've had had some of their IPAs. Uh, they're, they're they're good. Uh, I think again, good. Not not you know blowing the doors off but but solid this one is uh a little sweeter it has the nelson hops kind of has like a, an orange type of, of flavor to it tropicals finish on on the back end again good but again not something i'm i'm uh you know waiting in line to get to get to get a hold of or anything like that but but if you have it there it's solid i'd give it like a like a 6.8 mm, i was gonna say i thought i thought i thought it was gonna be a little bit higher man but <laughs> it yeah. sounds like so I like a couple of their other beers better. Um, and this was a new one that, that was put on tap, and, and I just thought it was good. Get, again, good, not great. Oh, man. Sounds like uh, some once-in-a-lifetimer, man. Definitely going to have to... Uh, de- definitely still going to give it a try once, uh, just to see how yeah. it is. You have to. You have to. I, ha- I had it twice. I had two. <laughs> just to be sure. I always, I always have to have it twice. I, I never make it unless it's extremely bad and you know it right away. You, you always gotta give something a second try. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Sometimes, sometimes things, sometimes things hit better after like certain situations. Like if you eat it with food, you drink it by yourself. Um, mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta try it in a different scenario sometimes. But if you have it back to back and it still don't make a difference, man, then yeah, exactly. Just wasn't, just wasn't it, man. And uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, for the BRs, not too much here this week. I caught up on um, um, Yellow Jackets. I still don't know what's going on, man. Um, the show gets weirder by the episode. I mean, <laughs> she's talking to the frozen girl, putting makeup on her, and then. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch the latest one? Oh no, nah, I'm, I'm on uh, on number five. I didn't watch that one yet. I'm on. Uh, okay. I finished four. I gotta watch five. I probably gotta watch that tonight or something. But it's just, it's just like, honestly, it's just like, what's going on here? Why are y'all eating people? What the hell is all this, like, uh, voodoo shit going on? Like, who who are these people this girl seeing in the damn in the damn woods? There's just a lot of crazy stuff going on, man. But uh, I'm, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to finish it out. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things where I, I, I'm not sure I want to continue watching it, but I want to know, like, some of the where how some of these things play out. Oh yeah, I mean you already you already so much inv- invested in so much so. I know, and I I don't think they're gonna they're gonna uh, drag it on as long as uh like lost drag dragged on so. Yeah, and then uh looks like the Bears picked up probably the best offensive lineman in the in the in the class so that's great for them. Um, they're gonna need somebody to protect Justin Fields. Your your greatest concern happened though. Yeah, man. Hopefully he gets suspended or something so. <laughs> I know that's bad to wish on somebody, but man, between him and Davis, I mean, they're gonna create a lot of havoc oh, uh, for for years to come. So hopefully they don't get nobody else from freaking Georgia on their team. But yeah, there's still 
like I said, man, very confusing show. Gonna still gonna stick it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. And then outside of that, I've uh, caught up on Snowfall. It's pretty much the. Uh, it's kind of based off of uh, uh, free, Freeway uh, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, uh, even though they won't say it is. So kind of one of those wireish type shows, you know, about drug dealing and back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it was a great show from beginning to the end. Uh, they just wrapped up the uh, the, fi- the finale. The, the one of the main characters, you, you kind of see his transition from uh, being an innocent kid to, uh, you know, getting into the drug game, providing for his family, mm-hmm. trying to help his friends. And then everybody portrays him at the end, which is kind of the sad part because you kind of see him you kinda, when you see his demise, so to say. Uh, right. He's, you know, he doesn't die. He survives, but he might as well be dead, though, based off, uh, you know, how bad uh, he went out like that. But it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, if uh, they get a spinoff or anything like that and then uh, where some of these other uh, actors go. So and then uh, outside of that, I caught uh, 65. That's the uh, movie about the uh, like the first visitors on Earth uh, during the uh, dinosaur era. They uh, kind of come right before the uh, meteors hit. Probably give it like a 6.3, 6.2. I expected a lot more action as far as uh, seeing different dinosaurs. You really don't see like two dinosaur species the whole movie. uh, Between between like the T-Rex type and then the the, uh, raptors. And then they don't really tell you like why they were looking for another planet. It it seemed like they were just like trying to travel somewhere. They got hit in a meteor storm, land on Earth, and then they were just trying to get off. It wasn't really any other story outside of that as far as the like that dealt with earth or anything like that so um like i said if you want to watch it you can watch it not something i would recommend but it was okay and then um i don't think there was anything else i watched uh i felt like there was something else had you ever watched uh defending jacob on apple tv no i heard it was good i heard it was good though yeah i'm like um three or four episodes in so far so good yeah, there's a few shows uh, people were recommending to me on Apple about uh that were on Apple. That was one, and then they have another show starting May 5th that looks kind of good. I know uh, From came back. They got the first episode out. Is this is this show is like Lost, man? Um, <laughs> I got that feeling when I first started watching it. Is is kind is definitely like Lost. But, I mean, it's definitely, I like it, man. If you like Lost, you'll probably like this show. It has a little, uh, you know, thrillerish type horrorish feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are dying left and right because uh, they don't know what's going on. They're still trying to figure out, you know, how where they're at, how they're trapped here. You can't really tell if it's like a purgatory type situation or if they're like actually in hell or somewhere else. So we're still trying to figure that part out. So it's definitely uh, interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't think there was, like I said, I don't think there was anything else. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else, man. So yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. 